Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Stay Paid, where today we're going to be talking about four different things that salespeople should do every day. Every single day, ritualize these four things, and then when you have that kind of routine down, it'll fortify you to be able to earn more, but the trick is the consistency in doing these four things. Yes, I think one of the biggest problems with being in a business, especially like if you're in sales, if you own a business, is that you're, you get overwhelmed and you get paralysis by analysis and you basically wake up and you're not sure what to do. I'm sure a ton of you guys listening to this, if you're in the sales industry, if you own your own business, you're always overcome with this idea of what do I actually do on a day-to-day basis to make sure I'm growing my business, I'm sustaining my business. And a lot of times we get into this habit of, you know, we're always questioning ourselves. And so we basically freeze up and we don't do anything. And so today I want to go through really four different things that I believe you should be doing every single day in your business that if you do these things, there's no way you can't have success. I'm going to say that again. If you do these four things consistently, religiously, you practice them, there's no way you will not bear fruits, which will grow your business. So the first one let's dive into, which is what I love the most, which is prospecting. I was talking to my brother, who's a real estate agent, the other day, and I actually shared this with him. All the podcasts I've been on, all the people I've talked to that own businesses, that are sales professionals in real estate insurance, there seems to be a common theme, and I don't know, Septon, if you've heard this kind of in your journey, but the common theme that I've seen is that these people who make it, they love the task that no one else wants to do. And that task, usually 100% of the time, is the prospecting. Yeah, if you want to get out there and you want to put your name out there every day, the prospecting is going to be the thing that feeds your pipeline and allows you to work with clients and allows you to have the comfort to be able to do some of the other more fun things down the line, the people who can do it. And that's why I think it's so important, instead of doing it, we procrastinate. We put it out and then we say we're going to do it all day. If you do it for one to two hours a day, that kind of allows you to spread it even, spread it thin. It's literally the hardest thing in your business. It's the cold calling. It's the door knocking. It's the meeting people face-to-face that you don't know, the whining and dining. It's the awkward part of your job. It's the part of your job that you have to really dive into and embrace. And what I would share with you is kind of what you hit the nail on the head, is that is the first thing you must do every single day in your business. Get it out of the way. You have to. Yeah, I would suggest that's a great point. Get it out of the way early because you have more energy you have more stamina, and so you can attack it, you should be prospecting every day at least one to two hours. So what does that look like? Well, if you're you know, in the service-based industry, if you're like a real estate agent, you know, you need to look and go, where are my leads coming from? Are they coming from FISBOs? Are they coming from expireds? Are they coming from your sphere of influence? All of us across insurance, finance, real estate, we all have a sphere of influence. You should be reaching out to those people one to two, t- two hours a day because that's where you're going to generate your referrals. That's where you're going to generate your repeat transactions from your past clients. And even if you don't generate a deal from calling somebody, chances are you're building that mind share, which is what we've talked about in other podcasts is so essential to growing your business because that's what helps you become industry synonymous. So the first task that you need to do is you need to be prospecting one to two hours a day, bare minimum. I would suggest being on the two-hour side, not less, because that's what really is going to ultimately generate success in your business. And keep in mind, it's not one to two hours on Monday 
every Monday. It's one to two hours every day. So most people make the mistake is they prospect to feel good about themselves for one day a week and then they quit. I'm talking about every single day. Understand that the prospecting you do today is what is going to bear the fruit for you a month from now. And so many people underestimate and they are so living in the transaction that they forget that all the hard work they put in of that one to two hours of prospecting every day for a month is what led to the next great month. And so you cannot live in the transaction. You have to be prospecting every day, filling your pipeline. The only reason you're scared to not close that client is because you don't have a full pipeline. So you got to have a full pipeline. Second is you need to be posting on social media. So I separated this one out You need to be using social media in your business. And when we were talking earlier about this before the podcast, what I was telling people is that social media is almost like a video game now. It's like your virtual world. I don't know if any of you guys growing up played like Sim, but you basically are creating a life for yourself of interaction on social media. So you can't ignore it in your business. Even if you're not traditionally someone who loves social media, you're not someone who loves to interact or post me personally. I actually don't post naturally. I have to force myself to, but I understand there's 1.2 billion users using Facebook, what'd you say, every day? Well, there's going to be 2.5 billion people on social media in general by 2018. So there you go. So, I mean, yeah, like, there's a whole freaking virtual world out there that you have to force yourself, just like I forced myself, that you have to force yourself to start posting, get on there. There was a great point made that I heard that said, who you are on social media or who people are going to think they're getting in touch with when they talk to you on the phone or they see you face to face. So the point I would make to you that's a practical application is you need to be authentic on your social media. The reason why is one, if you're not authentic, you're going to run out of content. So if you're faking who you are, whether you're acting like you're more successful than you really yeah, are. Don't or, do that. Don't correct. do that. People see through that. Because you're going to run into content. Yeah. People are going to see through it because people can smell bullshit. They yeah. just can't. Sorry for the language on the podcast, but it's it just okay. is. Right? But when you drive up in a 2001 Toyota Corolla, they're <laughs> going to be like, wait a second. <laughs> but that's the, that's the second point is when they meet you, if they've engaged with you under a persona that you've put together on social media that's not real, then that's going to hurt you. And one of the keys to closing any deal is trust. You got to build trust with the client. And that starts with how you engage in your persona, your brand. So on your social media, you should be using it every day. What are some tactical ways to use it? Well, obviously you can post content. We talked about in another podcast that there's the 80-20 rule. 80% should be more your story, more authentic content. 20% should be promoting your business. But another practical way is there's literally like 251 working days a year. For all you in the business owner category or sales category, it's 365. I mean, you're working every single day. But think about it this way. If you got on LinkedIn every day and you added and friended 10 new people every day, you've literally grown your contact list significantly. You're you're up to thousands of people and you can grab that list off of LinkedIn and now you can market to them through their emails. There's so many great tangible ways you can use it. And in fact, if you guys go to staypaidpodcast.com, we'll put there for you how to get your email list from your LinkedIn contacts. So it's a really simple three-step process that you can actually take all your friends All their emails will be available to you. You can download them and now you have a great email list. But 
The point being is you should be using social media every day to friend new people and then engage. Social media was created to engage. Don't automate fully your social media. You can automate and post content, but you need to be liking, you need to be commenting, you need to be responding to people. So that's the second main thing you should be doing every day. The third, it revolves around your clients. So what's going to drive your business is going to be how you service your clients, because ultimately that is what's going to keep them coming back again and again and again, and that's what's going to make them refer you out. So what do I mean by you know taking care of your clients, updating your clients? Well, the point I want to make here is that you should wake up every day as a business owner, and you should be asking yourself, what deals do I have on the table? What prospects do I have in my pipeline that I've gotten from this one to two hours right of prospecting? And making sure that you are actually keeping in touch with them on a daily basis and doing what you said you were going to do. The first rule to being successful in business is do what you say you're going to (laughs) do. I don't know if you've ever dealt with contractors, Sefton. This is what drives me nuts. I'm building a call center out right now. And it just is driving me up a wall because they'll call me and they'll tell me they're going to show up and they're going to finish it by this time. And then they don't show up. And not only do they not finish it, but they never even show up. They don't, yeah, they don't even show up. But <laughs> here's what's worth it is they tell you they're going to show up. <laughs> and that's what kills me. And it's like my attorney today, I had a great interaction with him. I sent them an email and said, hey, I have a question on this employment issue, right? So I sent them an um, email. They emailed back right away and said, Luke, got your email. I have to consult with XYZ, but I'm on it. No answer, right? They weren't giving me the answer to they my just pain. They acknowledged point, but you. They acknowledged, yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's what people miss in sales and in business is they miss a simple acknowledgement, updating your client on even if you don't know the answer that you're working on it, keeping in touch with them sounds so simplistic, but yet so many businesses fail to do it. And a lot of times it's because they have that thought in their mind that goes, well, I don't really have the answer for Sefton yet, so I'm going to hold back and wait till I get the answer. But in the end, guess what? Sefton's over there chomping at the bit on what's going on. Is, you know, is Luke looking for my house? What's happening with the contract? Whatever it is, you're constantly thinking of it, and it's 10xing in your mind from an emotional level because this is mo- an emotional decision for you. So as a business owner, as a sales professional, update your clients every day. A great way to do this is to have a great CRM. So you can keep track of your activities and who you need to be communicating with. Do not lose a client because you fail to keep in touch with them. The last thing, and I guess the fourth point I would make of what you should be doing in business every day is you should be updating your expertise. But this is really bigger than updating your expertise. To me, I wrote down feeding your body, mind, and soul. I'm a huge believer that as an individual, you are body, you are mind, you are soul. Your body, what am I talking about? I'm talking about eating healthy. I'm talking about going to the gym. I'm drinking an energy drink right now, so I'm basically a hypocrite on this podcast. (laughs) But the point being is you need to be taking care of yourself every day to get your your physical state in a place where you can execute, where you can feel healthy and the ability to do that prospecting. It's critical. If you eat junk food all week, I promise you that's going to affect your numbers. I promise you it will. I'm pointing at Sefton right now. He's smiling because he knows he eats a lot of junk food. I ate a lot of junk food, but it doesn't do, (laughs) but I have had periods where I flirt with the idea of healthy eating. And every time I do, I'm always amazed by the fact that I'm just like, 
I feel so much better because I'm not eating garbage on a fairly regular basis. Great example of this, Tom Brady. I know a lot of you probably hate the Patriots. I don't like the Patriots either. But Tom Brady, man, that guy is a freaking beast. And one of the things, if you read about him, his diet is unbelievable. He takes care of himself because he wants to perform at such a high level. So you need to be taking care of your body. Then you need to be taking care of your mind. What does that mean? Well, the average CEO is reading five books to six bucks a month. The average American reads one book a year. So do you want to make what CEOs make? Well, it looks like CEOs are readers and leaders are readers, right? And so you need to be investing in your knowledge, in your mind, and that can be done through this reading of thought leadership. It can be done through watching videos, whether it's YouTube, listening to podcasts like this is. You should be feeding your mind. So props to everybody listening to this. You're feeding your mind. I love it. But you need to be feeding your mind so you can grow not only in your technical skill set, right? But you can grow just even in your personal, your self-help skill set. And it also helps that you want to try to take from other industries. If you constantly are reading stuff about your own industry, you can really learn a lot by reading books or listening to podcasts from something that doesn't necessarily directly apply to you because that's how you bring new ideas in. If you constantly hear the same thing, it gets to be a bit of an echo chamber. No, I agree. I think it's a great point. You hear a lot of great leaders. They read like history. Yeah. And they read some crazy stuff, whether it's stuff about war, stuff about politics, stuff about the Industrial Revolution. But they're learning about people, and they're learning how people made decisions. And from the, how they made decisions, they're you know gaining valuable insight to how it can apply to their life. Yeah, let so somebody else make thing. the mistake. <laughs> read about this, someone else's mistake instead of making it yourself. Correct. And then the last one, I think, is your soul, right? And so like, I'm a huge believer, your body, mind, and soul. You got to feed your soul, and really where that gets to is almost even to the spiritual side, but it's the, the idea that life is more than about these materialistic things. It's more than about money. It's more than about chasing that next reward. The rewards, the money, the accolades, they're all results, right? They all come from, and they're rewards that are based upon what you've achieved. But you need to really dig deep and remind yourself why are you doing what you're doing, right? So every day, if you've read like The Power of Positive Thinking, right, you need to be quoting to yourself every day your mantra. What's your entrepreneur's mantra? What's your sales mantra? What is it that you are trying to achieve? What's your why, as corny as that sounds? But you need to be reiterating that to yourself. You should be building a vision board for yourself of where you want to be and what you want to achieve and what you want to accomplish because that, if you're feeding your soul and investing in your soul through, obviously, thought leadership and reading and stuff, but also understanding you're investing in your soul by you know meditation, giving yourself time to think, breathe, understand why you're doing what you're doing, that is what's going to help you do the first three things that I talked about, which is prospecting. Because when you face that rejection over and over and over again, whether it's a door slammed in your face, a phone slammed down on you, Someone telling you your product's crap, right? There's nothing that hurts more than that is when someone tells you that your product just sucks. And so when you face that, you have to, you're going to get depressed. You're going to get discouraged. And so you need to make sure you set time aside for yourself to where you can refocus, where you can meditate, where you can re, you know, I guess align to why you're doing what you're doing and feeding your soul. And you should be investing in yourself 
you know, I keep coming back to reading because I love reading. That's what I do. That's how I invest in myself. But even if it's networking with a friend, even if it's giving time to give yourself another reason or a reminder, I should say, of why you do what you do. So there are my four points that you, if you do these things every day, there's no way in my book you will not make it. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, a few great ways to fortify yourself to keep selling, sell more. If you like these tips, please give us a five-star review and a positive comment. Thank you for being with us. And as always, my name is Sefton Eisenhart. And I'm Luke Acree. And guys, I'll close with this. Take action on something you've heard today. It doesn't have to be every point, although I would encourage it, but take action on one of these points today. Difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer, top producers take action. 